0: All right, hello, Idiots Unprayed, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. I realized, as uh, right as we were about to record, as we sat down, I haven't been doing something that I, I did for a little while, and I stopped, and I don't know why, I just forgot. But uh, telling the listeners up front, hey, it's Thursday, July 25th, as we record, so as always... If-
1: stopped you stopped scrubbing the fingerprints off of the houses of the people that you murder. And now you're going to get caught. No,
0: I still do that. But I forgot explaining to listeners up front that, uh, hey, uh, I'm listening to this podcast and Trump started World War III on Saturday. Why aren't they talking about that? Because we are recording on the 25th. If Trump starts uh, World War III on the 26th, uh, we'll, we'll try and talk about it uh, next week. You know, we'll, we'll be behind. But I, I forgot for a while that, uh, Jake, uh, that I was telling the listeners when we recorded so they could know why we were slightly out of touch if anything big happens.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's something kind of weird about pre-recording a current events show four days in advance. And yeah, if if World War III has happened, we just want you to know that we have not been bought out by the um the the new regime by the new Führer and and are just not talking about um all of the death camps yes they were will... against the death camps
0: <laughs> they will not silence us we may be in the death camps but uh, they will not silence us from oh
1: yeah them. dude if i was a fucking dictator i wouldn't let us live we you know what i mean like in terms of forwarding a, a regime we're not great for that
0: no no we we would undercut it with our bullshittery and stupidity
1: right right even if even if we decided we're on board with this regime we'd show up late and hungover and wouldn't do it. So many more people would live as opposed to going to the death camp because we just fucking showed up late to kill a bunch of civilians. You know what I mean? And that's not good for, for whatever evil dictator's in charge. So he's definitely killing us. And we talk shit about him on this podcast. We'd say we weren't gonna, but then we'd start drinking and just something would happen.
0: And I was just gonna say, you said we'd talk shit. Of course we are. We, we, would, we shoot off our mouths a lot, Jake. We're, we're very dumb people
1: yeah 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 even even the even the evil dictators that we 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 claim to like we still end up bad-mouthing their hair or something and so it's just no good you don't talk shit about uh, kim jong-un's hair even if you even if you praise the rest of his policies you talk shit about one little thing about his outfit and that's it man three generations to the gulag
0: and to be fair we love kim jong-un i mean he's 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 made north korea great again
1: He's fucking adorable. I just want to poke his little belly and get drunk with him.
0: Yes. All right, let's jump in. What we've been doing lately uh, is, is tagging last week's episode in a way. Uh, follow-ups, like last week we talk about a subject and then something happens, so we, we do a follow-up. And uh, the follow up this week, I find interesting because a couple times we've talked about the Dominican Republic. And for a while it was in the news because, oh my goodness, 12 people died over the course of six months and they call that crazy. And it was big news, it was huge news. Everybody's talking about the Dominican Republic. 12 people, six months, it's out of control. I have only seen one, one article talking about 19 people dying in Costa Rica. In one month after consuming tainted alcohol. So they were like, you know, sure. where the, where the, you know, like when you were a kid, you'd drink some booze and then you'd water it down so your parents wouldn't notice that the level had changed. Uh, yeah. Costa Rica, they're, they're watering it down with chemicals, uh, methanol. So you drink a little whiskey and then they add methanol, which I, I would guess is a kissing cousin to ethanol. I have no idea. Ethanol, they could at least drink if that was a corn-based alcohol. But 19 people are dead in one month, and you'd think that the media would go apeshit, but it didn't. And that's why I think the media is so funny. They take one story, the Dominican yeah, Republic. Yeah, they
1: like to pick and choose shit. Yes. They, they, they really like to do that. And sometimes it's because of obvious political biases or whatever, but this one just seems kind of random. Yeah, if, if, they're, if they're covering the Dominican Republic as hard as they were, you'd think this would come up. And to be fair, though, I looked at the 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 pictures of the bottles in the article you sent me. Um, I don't really know what methanol is or why you would put that in alcohol. But I looked at those little bottles and I was like, oh, yeah. They just, the front of those bottles just seems to have resting, I have chemicals in here that will kill you face, you know? It's really, it just looks like bottled water that somebody just took old bottles of and then just fucking... Poured whatever in there, screwed the cap back on, slapped a cheap label they made, and put it in a shopping cart and sold it on the corner. Like that's what that shit looks like. I I, I will drink any kind of alcohol. I there is not and i like I will drink the the well liquor of well liquor. I chase shots of cheap shitty well vodka with cheaper shittier well vodka. Okay, I I I will drink. The a glass with the rag that they fucking ring out at the end of the bottle. Like I, I, I'll drink anything. Okay, I would not drink one of those fucking bottles in that picture. I'd be like, no, this is some third world poison. I'm not drinking it.
0: Well, the the I clicked off it for a second. Where is it? I mean, you are right. The bottles. Uh, one is called Grand Apache, and there's a <laughs> Native American on it uh, and not a good representation of a Native American. We're, we're talking about uh, this is not a woke alcohol company. Dude,
1: the racism and cultural appropriation, not my concern with that bottle, okay? <laughs> it's the fact that it looks like, it doesn't even have one of those seals on there. It looks like a used bottle of water that somebody just poured fucking cheap uh, island moonshine in. that it looks like it, it will kill you if you drink it.
0: It does. And I love the name. Uh, I, I'm going to say it slowly in case I, anyone misheard me Gran Apache. Not Grand. It's G R A N, like short for Grandma. Gran Apache. Grand Guard Apache. It's, it's this, What is a Costa Rican <laughs> company doing? Appropriating a Native American. Uh, then again, maybe I don't. I'm, I'm not smart. that probably had Native Americans down there. But I, I looked up methanol while you were talking, and it's a, a wood alcohol.
1: I think Costa Ricans could get away with selling Apache alcohol way before Washington can get away with calling their team Redskins. You know what I mean? Like if 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 the Redskins are still called the Redskins, then yeah, Costa Rica can sell. Apache vodka or whatever the fuck that is is it, again not the worst thing about that bottle it looks like it's got poison in it
0: yes um, it does methanol is a wood alcohol mainly produced industrially by the hydrogenation of carbon monoxide carbon monoxide the shit that kills you that you have carbon you know you have a you have a, a sure. fire detector and a carbon monoxide detector this is the liquid form of that. Someone was cutting their cheap alcohol with the liquid form of carbon monoxide, and uh, not getting reported. Just, just, just a casual mention. Like, oh yeah, Costa Rica. I've been to Costa Rica. It's a beautiful goddamn country. I surfed there. Right. It's it's a lot of fun. I ate breakfast out of one of those really shitty tin shack quote restaurants uh but yeah I, I i'm pretty sure i would not i mean cuz eggs you can't cut those with anything this 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 looks horrible this this if someone hands that's me this bottle. that's better
1: than what those bottles those bottles look like it has vodka that's made from fermented lead paint chips like it <laughs> it looks like there's just straight up poison in those fucking bottles man homemade in a bathtub poison
0: and they confiscated 30,000 bottles of them 30,000 and yeah just just uh, you know stay away from the Dominican Republic and on that note another story i sent you th- th- this is tragic and horrible and i'm not going to make fun of it at all uh it's just it's sad and gross um rick springfield i think it was moved his concert scheduled in the Dominican Republic to mexico because As we made fun of at the time, Mexico's so safe with all the drugs and the beheadings and all that. Well...
1: Sure, sure.
0: Utah couple visiting Mexico fatally shot execution style after failing to stop at a checkpoint, and it happened in front of their 12-year-old son.
1: Oh, so that was like the cops that did it.
0: Well, either that or druggies...
1: uh, Oh, it might have been a cartel checkpoint. Right,
0: wearing uniforms, but still, uh, I'm not trying to shit on Mexico here, but... When, when when Rick Springfield says, oh, yeah, I better move my concert from the Dominican Republic, where 12 people have died over the past six months, and we don't know what's going on, to Mexico, where shit is happening all day, every day, it's just, just sad and ironic that right after he, he, he moves the concert, the first headline is, yeah, Utah couple uh, failed to stop at a police checkpoint and got killed. And here's the thing is, when you read the story... Every, or maybe it's not this one, a different. but everybody that knew him said that the, the guy was not a crazy 20-year-old that was drunk and fucking around. No, this is, the guy's 52, and, and the woman is 43, their son was 12, and everybody that knew him said, no, he was a rule follower. If, if he had been told, pull over, yeah. he would pull over. He wasn't, you know, like being a dick or brandishing a gun himself. This is straight up pull over, get out of the car, bang, you're dead. Mexico, not the safest.
1: No, no, but see, that doesn't, I, I don't think Mexico gets a lot of press for that sort of thing, for the same reason that I, I think when the Me Too movement happened, um, rappers and hair metal guys weren't really brought up, because you expect that kind of behavior from Mexico, you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> you kind of do, that's true. For for years, the Dominican Republic uh, flew under the radar because they were like Hades, uh, responsible brother,
1: like oh yeah, yeah, they, they got yeah, their shit they were together. like Haiti with baseball, yeah, sure, <laughs> uh uh-huh. Haiti without AIDS, yeah. You thought Big poppy before he got shot there when you thought of Dominican Republic, right, right.
0: But Mexico, I just, it, like I said, I don't, I'm not making fun of the tragedy, but when Rick Springfield moved his concert, you and I both said, well, that's a stupid
1: thing to do. And
0: then, of course, it was. It just, it's sad.
1: So let's lighten things like, up. You, that's not, yeah, you don't move your concert to Mexico because you want it to be safer. Now, if he was going, listen, I want better tequila. Sure, I, yes. I'm with you. Go to Mexico. You know what I mean? I want the tequila with the little mescaline worms in them for my, my concert goers. Like, yes, you've picked the perfect place for it. However, safety, not not what it's known for.
0: Or if you're Insane Clown Posse, you're like, hey, we want to add sure. an element of danger. We're actively looking to make things a little more spicy, a little more, you know, ooh, what could happen? Yeah, then you move to Mexico, not, not right. because of safety. That's but true. Let's lighten things up. Uh, I, I, I don't like talking about, you know, families getting killed. This is probably one of my favorite news stories in a long time. The crisis manager for R. Kelly, his his sort of publicist, publicist Daryl Johnson, the face of R. Kelly. R. Kelly is in jail, so Daryl Johnson is going around giving interviews talking about what a great guy R. Kelly is and why he shouldn't be in prison. How's
1: that going for him? He signed any network deals with them? Well,
0: uh, in an interview with, uh, I think, is it, uh, where where were, Gail King? The one that did the... I ind-
1: like that you said this will lighten things up so you're talking about a child rapist with uh, basements full <laughs> of uh, uh, underage sex slave chained to radiators. Yeah, this is a fucking happy topic. Sure, oh, yeah, let's go with it. Yeah,
0: why But uh, Gail King who had the famous interview with R. Kelly a little while back, interviewed him, and uh, the, you know, they're asking questions like, are you concerned about his mental health? Yes. His answer, absolutely, I am concerned about Mr. Kelly. I would assume he's under a suicide watch. I, I'm very worried about him. He is a good person. And then she asks, you know, would you leave your 20-year-old daughter alone with R. Kelly? And he responds... Absolutely not. I wouldn't leave my daughter with anybody that's accused of pedophilia, period.
1: Yeah, that's a good... Listen, you've already sold your soul to the devil, or worse, R. Kelly. it might as well just lie. Tell tell one little lie. You've already you've already been you've told so many lies on this man's behalf. You're not gonna have to worry about leaving your daughter with R. Kelly. That man will never see the light of day again. Go like yeah, I'll fucking yeah the the whole the whole weekend just her and R. Kelly alone in a cabin in the woods. Yes, and because, why not?
0: Because Gail King was not saying hey. Let's do it. She was just asking a question. Would you do yeah,
1: it? Yeah, she didn't have two uh, plane tickets with your daughter and R. Kelly's name on them to a country that we don't have extradition with. She was. This was very much hypothetical, sir. And this is something,
0: Mr. Jake, you have talked about numerous times. You said it uh, uh, over and over, Jake. You have said, sure, Michael Jackson's family is defending him, but you know who's never said, yeah, I leave my kids alone with Michael Jackson all, all the time? His family, his immediate right. family,
1: and that's right z- he had sixteen nieces and nephews at the time that he was taking all these little blonde kids that all kind of looked the same. He had a type on tour, and uh, not a single one of them wanted to come on tour and learn uh, learn uh, learn to dance, learn music, coincidentally, they all hated singing and dancing, and they they, they were on the chess team or something no yeah yeah, they, they absolutely knew not to leave their kids around their their brother-slash-cousin or, or whatever, you know?
0: And that's what makes this so funny, even though I said it was a light story, and yes, it's about pedophilia, but it's just about the funniest... I mean, you had... that's that famous uh, joke. You had one job. You had one job. Lie for R. Kelly. Lie for yeah. him. And you you admitted full up, oh, sure, I want him out of jail, and and I want him to be making more music... Just not with my daughter anywhere near but, him because he's a pedophile,
1: dude. He's already failing him because I'm looking at a picture of this guy. This guy looks like a a young real life version. Of Ving Rames's character in Pulp Fiction, you have to unevil your look before you go and depend, uh, d- defend somebody who's accused of being the devil. You need to look less like the devil than whoever you're saying is not the devil.
0: Well, and and I'm I'm not trying to be a dick here, but his hair looks like a trapezoid. He, he, he get okay if you know you're going on television. If you actively, I got out of jury duty like this once. They asked me uh, sure. something about presentation, and I gave the answer I'm about to give right now. If you know you are going into a courtroom to testify, you know where you're going. People put on outfits all the time. They put on an outfit when they're going to go to church. If you know you're going to court, you should put on an outfit... This guy should have put he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't look evil when I am going to go talk about an evil person. I should took like I should look like a nice, presentable guy who has a reasonable point of view, and I'm going to talk about R. Kelly, and people are going to look at me and go, "Oh, look at him, that nice guy, not the guy he's, he has like Mr. Spock, maybe it's just the way he's tilting his head, but his, his eyebrows look like Mr. Spock sort of I am frowning at you, I'm staring at you eyebrows, and then, like you say, the goatee and the trapezoid haircut it it I'm not going to take you seriously. I, if you know you're going on television. Yeah,
1: you have to unsatan your look. Yes. Un-Satan your look, sir. That's what you have to do. And that's why it's not shocking that this guy said something dumb. Because if you're not dumb enough to make yourself not look evil while you're defending someone evil, you're also dumb enough to say something really fucking dumb while you're defending them. I mean, you, you just lie, man. You've already sold your soul to the devil. Just tell one more lie. That's all you had to do, and and you couldn't do it. You had one
0: job. The thing. The thing with me is it and you you hear about this all the time uh in in any community where someone poor makes it out uh you know a basketball star, football star, baseball musician that It says he's described as a member of R. Kelly's inner circle, where
1: suddenly you hear like. Inner circle even sounds like the devil. It sounds (laughs) like the Illuminati. It sounds like something, it sounds like terminology you would use if you had a fucking dungeon full of women. Well, I'm just saying that
0: what happens is suddenly you get all these friends, and you, like Eddie Murphy. Do you remember Eddie Murphy when he was famous for having a posse?
1: And he was like, holy shit. He could have just said, yes, say posse, say entourage, say. Good buddy, what? say um, <laughs> fellow churchgoer, just make shit up. Just fucking, you know, if he wasn't dumb, he wouldn't call it inner circle. Well, he might as well have. I, I'm part of Eddie Murphy's uh, cartel. I am. I, or I. I am part of R. Kelly's cartel. He. He might as well have said anything. I am. I am part of his kitty begging ring. Like, I, <laughs> this is ridiculous.
0: I'm just saying that that's, that's why he's dumb
1: is because he's not. Uh, I'm part of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's talent inquisition (laughs) team. And let me tell you something. He, He loved women his own age. Loved them.
0: I'm just saying that that's why he he they, they didn't hire a PR consultant. They used one of his. Did childhood I say inquisition? Buddies. I meant
1: acquisition. Now I sound dumb.
0: They, they used one of his childhood buddies that has no formal yeah. training talking to the press, and obviously didn't meet yeah. with an image consultant. They just take it like, oh, you're my childhood friend. I'm gonna put you on the payroll, and you're my buddy, and go talk me up. But they have no training. Well, but
1: that's that's who's gonna go on TV yeah, for no, him right now. That's the only now. person that Nobody, is. That's, you just said it, dude. That's why they're gonna say he dumb has things. no formal training. Yeah, if he had formal training, like listen, I spent uh, seven years at Princeton. You want me to do what with the, the the entire future of my career? Throw it away defending R. Kelly to Gail King? Uh, no. How about no? I'm going to uh, take a different job because I have formal training and I'm smart enough not to fucking throw my hat in the ring with this guy publicly. It's kind of like I had a roommate who used to be obsessed with like true crime shows back in the day. I mean, this was before like the the Netflix like series ones. It would just be the one episode was about a different, like, murderer or bank robber. He was obsessed with these, and he'd always go, can you believe this guy did this? This was such a stupid thing to do. And it's like, well, yeah, because it's so easy to catch bank robbers now. The technology is so much... Now that there's GPS and shit, um, any smart person who's planning to rob a bank now, for the most part, I'm not saying there's not the occasional evil genius who just does this shit anyway, but for the most part, any smart person planning one of these is gonna, is gonna go... All right, I'm planning point A, point B, point C, part D, part E. Like, fucking, at some point, the fact that if one of these parts does not go to plan, I will spend the rest of my life in prison or shocked by the cops. I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to get another job on the side, or I'm going to hustle in some other way, or I'm going to sell blow, like, whatever. So you're left with almost an exclusively stupid gene population that's, that's doing, uh, like, an entire dumb sample of people who are who are doing this shit, you know? And that that's what this is, is you're not going to get somebody who's smart defending R. Kelly at this point.
0: No, well, he, if R. Kelly wasn't broke, he could have hired a publicist because they would just take the money. Like, you had Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who was a lying shill for the White House
1: for however many years. I mean, people look, will do anything. lying shill for Donald Trump is one thing. Lying shill for somebody with a dungeon full of women who is going to spend the rest of his life in prison? Totally different.
0: It is, but I bet, you, I bet there are, is a publicist out there that would take the money. I, I mean, look, lawyers took the money to get O.J. off.
1: Hey, there there
0: are people that will take the money
1: And that's true. There are people that will take the money, but they will do it in more of like a quiet way. Uh, The lawyers who got OJ off, I'm not saying it was the most noble thing to do, but it was sort of a underneath the blanket of law because we sort of have a thing in this country where it's like everybody, no matter who they are, I don't care if it's a guy who has uh, a refrigerator full of human heads. He is legally and ethically entitled to a legal defense. And so they kind of did it under that umbrella. You know, they weren't going on TV bragging about how they got a murderer off. You know, they were like, we're going to do this in the courtroom and then we're going to fucking walk away. And then as an atheist, I barely ever give God credit, but they all died of cancer, like within ten years or something. <laughs> so I, I'm just saying, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe God had something to do with his legal defense team meeting an untimely demise by, um, y- you know, illnesses that just spring up out of nowhere. Well,
0: Dershowitz, Dershowitz is still alive, but you're right, uh, uh, Cochran and uh, and uh, Shapiro both dead right away.
1: Yeah. I'd like to at least hope that it burns when he pisses or something. You
0: (laughs) You said something, and I I think I've told you this before. I don't know why I would have, but you talked about bank robbery, and I I always think of the same thing as I I live uh, in North Liberty, Iowa. I always say Iowa City because it's just easier because nobody's ever heard of North Liberty. But in my town, there is a bank literally across the street from the trailer park, and the bank for the longest time was getting robbed just constantly, and and the people were always getting caught because they would rob the bank and then the bank people would, you know, be hitting the silent alarm and watching as the person (laughs) left the bank and ran into the trailer park so the cops would always just go straight to the trailer park and eventually catch them. (laughs) So you talk about...
1: Earl, was that you again? Exactly. Did you just rob Citibank? (laughs) God damn it, Earl. Come out with your hands up. Bring Citibank's money back. <laughs> Walking a right back across the street. We got it. Yeah, it was Earl again. It was Yeah, up.
0: it was because they wouldn't even have a getaway car. They would just run. They would just run through the parking lot and across the street to disappear into the trailer park. But it's not like they were running through the trailer park to their getaway. as like they were just, yeah. you know, eh, running into the trailer park and then go to their trailer.
1: <laughs> hey, Nord Liberty, it, it's been a little while since I've been there. But for the most part, you got that kind of main strip there. It's not a ton of places you could get to on foot from there,
0: you know? No, it's not a like grid system yeah. with sidewalks yeah. and 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 alleys. It's it is a sort of it was a very small community with a four block quote downtown that just turned into bullshit sprawl. Like there, the sidewalks are non existent because right. you have to drive
1: everywhere because you, there's no walking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's only there's only two places you can get to on foot from there, and one of them's the trailer park where all, all the people on myth are. So I mean, it kind of narrows it down. Yes. All right. Let's, let's,
0: let's jump into a big story to me. Um, and it was sort of... It...
1: Oh, let me let me just say real, real quick before we move off of R. Kelly. Um, were we talking about um, just how this is almost inherently it's it's a dumb guy doing this? You know that R. Kelly is dumb, not just evil, but dumb. Well, they they say he if can't reason, a right, single They say that he does not... Right. Remember that yeah. they had to drop,
0: not drop charges, but they had to refile refile charges, yeah. something to do with his illiteracy, where they're like, okay, we, we filed charges against him that he doesn't understand, we need to dumb these down, or we need... I I can't remember, but I do remember that they had to do something during the prosecution
1: because he was illiterate. Yeah, it, 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 but you, you know, even common sense-wise, he's not smart, because... Illiteracy aside, man, if there was a single even street smart bone in this guy's body, the second the Me Too movement started, this guy would have been taking a plane to wherever the fuck Roman Polanski is. He would have taken a page out of the Polanski book. Now, like, if you are, you know, and I'm not, I'm not defending everything Louis did. But if you're looking at Louis getting crucified for doing something that, as far as I can tell, isn't even illegal, you know? Immoral, sure. Unethical, absolutely. Uh, but if if you are going to watch Louis get crucified every time he gets... every time he steps on stage because he asked women if he could jerk off in front of him a decade ago, if you're watching that guy get crucified on social media for that, and then you're putting your phone down and looking around your entire... Uh, You know, sex dungeon full of underage girls. Going, "Ah, I think I can talk my way out of this. Then you are fucking dumb. Like it's you you don't know what the hell you're doing. I mean, the writing was on the wall for this fucking guy. It's only a matter of time. You can't be optimistic in an underage sex basement. You know, during the Me Too. Like, what are you doing, man? You're gonna you're gonna fucking go to jail. How are you not? Don't get me wrong. I'm glad he didn't because you know guys like this deserve justice. But like. Yeah, how are you not... If I'm a part of his inner circle of people that look evil, even when they're trying to fucking, you know, say he's a good guy. If I'm part of his inner circle, I'm telling dude, you have to fucking take whatever money you have right now and go to Argentina. You have to pull a full-on Nazi trying to avoid Nuremberg. Like, that's what you have to do right now. And... I, I I
0: I would just uh, add to that. I agree with everything. I, I it complete complete dumb. I would say dumb with a mix of ego. Where it's well, I see all this sure. shit happening around me, but I've been doing it this way for so long, and ain't nothing happened yet. Like you say, they should be able to go. Oh. Harvey Weinstein, interesting. Oh, Bill Cosby, how about that? Oh, Louis right. C.K., and go, yeah, I should get on an airplane. I agree with you 100%. So I think it's dumb, and I think there's some ego mixed in there, which is, yeah, that's them, but my world is safe because I'm me. People are incredibly egotistical, especially when they are you know, famous, when they, they have followers, when they have worshipers, when they have fans, they, they just think they're untouchable.
1: No, I get it. He's like an ancient Egyptian pharaoh in his little world being carried around his sex dungeon on a litter, and so he thinks he's a god. I, I understand.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so the thing I wanted tra- wanted to transition to uh, before we get out of here, this one's heartbreaking to me. This, this, to me, was a big story. Is uh, uh, Seven senator- senators regret pushing Al Franken to resign as, like anything happens in the world investigative reporting, a couple of years after the fact, has uncovered uh, by interviewing people that were on USO tours, people that know Al Franken, people that know the woman with the flak jacket uh, that accused him that said that he did all this shit while they were on tour, people that were on tour, handlers, investigative reporting, This this woman interviewed shit tons of people, and basically, it's all bullshit. It was a knee-jerk reaction. It was first of all, it was a conspiracy. This, this—I uh, can't even remember her name, Leanne something. She is a she's a right wing radio. I mean, with all these alarm bells. She's a right wing radio host and a friend of Sean Hannity's. She comes up with this story like, "Ooh, I've got this picture of him being goofy." Now I'm going to say all this other shit he did, and it turns out she, none of it happened. And so you have, it was a knee jerk reaction. We got to get Franken out. Me too. Believe women. Believe this woman despite every red flag.
1: And now. Well, but it wasn't just this woman. There was a lot of and and I, now, granted, what he was being accused of was about a thousand times less than what the president currently has um, been accused of. A Million times than less than what Bill Clinton has been accused of by what many men have been accused of. Um, it was it was much less. That being said, yeah, the dude gets a little gropy when he's drunk, taking pictures and shit. That's that's Wait, what, what it, it came down to. However, is. there was enough of those women coming out that like, yeah, it's it's a bit problematic, yeah. and, and I I, I kind of get.
0: Here, here's 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 the story i want to tell and i may have told this before and i was just writing about it today i'm gonna to, uh, um i i i know someone that got hugged by al franken and said oh he he you know he didn't grope her she didn't say i felt violated but she's like oh okay he like he hugs like, you know how Keanu Reeves made the news a little while ago for ghosting hugging? Like, he always pretends to put his arm around a woman. I've done it. I've got a picture of me with Rita Rudner when I met her, and other where it's like, I pretend to put my arm around, but I don't actually touch. Franken actually hugs, and that
1: sets some people off. It's not like he was, uh, you know, people were saying, Oh, look, but dude, that's one person. That is one person that you know. Yeah, he hugs a lot of people. Is he doing this all the time? No. Is he doing this most of the time? No. What no, I'm no, no, saying is... No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Let me interrupt you before you say that. When he gets whoa, whoa, a few whoa, whoa, fucking whoa, whoa, drinks wait. I him, know where you're going. I think shit changes. I know
0: where you're going. Let me interrupt. The person I know, I'm saying that if you... I, I, wait, wait, to go off what you just said, he hugs people all the time. So if you hug 1,000 people, you're probably going to find two or three that don't appreciate it and are going to feel violated, even if they're not being violated.
1: But I'm... No, dude. What I'm saying is, is... I don't think all of his hugs are the same, and and there was there was enough people with the same kind of story where it's like, what what he did was it fucking terrible? No, but it's it's in this era when you're trying to accuse the president of being um, the most horrible violator of women uh, that has ever walked the face of the earth. Which yeah, the guy's a piece of shit, sure, but. Um, you don't want to have even a one or two on your side of the aisle. I get how that's problematic because the second you try to go after Trump for something real, they're going to bring this up. And I think that having all of Bill Clinton's sexual assault accusers paraded out in in a debate between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, I think that left a real bad taste in the, the mouth of the Democratic Party and I think they were like, look, if there's a time to be holier than thou on how guys act toward women i think now is the time and i i I see what you're saying about how they i i can see how that they may have overreacted but i can see how they would think it was problematic because you had so many women coming forward with the same story
0: well it was so it was eight out of thousands and two refused to go on record and the rest literally described he hugged me right. and i felt i've
1: i've hugged thousands of women but i've only um ser- i've only gang raped 8 of them. <laughs> like, well, it's not gang like <laughs> right. here... i'm still a rape... you know and, and it's not what he did but i'm just saying if that's 8 women that actually came for it and they still that's still not good. It's not a good look. Well, it's not great.
0: It, the story i want to tell uh, that i think i probably would have told i can't imagine i wouldn't have. I don't remember uh the last time we talked about Al Franken is I go to a wedding in West Virginia uh, with my friend Roy. My friend is getting married. And um, my friend Barrett and I are driving to the wedding together. And we get to town, and he says, uh, my, my, the guy, the groom says, I'm getting married, go to the tuxedo place, get fitted, and then come see me at work. Uh, and we're like, okay. So Barrett and I go to the tuxedo place. I get thrown into a dressing room. The tuxedo doesn't fit. I come out and the lady says, "How is it?" I'm like, "It's a little baggy." Here, look. And I let go of my pants, and they drop about an inch. You can, you know, that you could see that it's baggy. And she goes, "Okay," and sends me back in the dressing room to give her, or she takes my measurements. She t- she gets the the little tape and measures where she has to pin and do all that. So then we go to uh, where my the groom is working, and we walk in, and he's like, "Well, you sure make a fine impression, first impression." And Barrett and I are like, "What are you talking about?" He's like. My dad was at the tuxedo place. And I'm like, okay, why didn't he say hi? And apparently his dad showed up. He he was at the tuxedo place. And when he saw Barrett and I, he left, went to where the groom worked, and said that I had come out of the dressing room naked, whipping my dick around, showing everybody my dick. And, and, And Barrett and I are there like, what the fuck are you talking about? He, anybody maybe saw the top inch of my underpants less than you know hip-hop artists are walking around. And like I said, I let go of my pants and they dropped an inch A- and, and he had turned it into me having my dick out. So I'm saying, with these eight women, people react, it turns out that my, my friend's uh, father is a Deeply conservative far right of Steve King and Ted Cruz uh, Baptist minister so The fact that my underwear was seen The, the band of, was, uh, was enough for him To talk about sure. the moral and of the I And I
1: see what you're saying some people can read things Wrong or overreact or right. whatever What I'm saying is that If one guy says that about you that doesn't Necessarily make it true now if Eight people said that you had your dick Out in eight different scenarios And the stories okay. were the same then it's then it makes a difference. Okay, then stop. I would believe Let you had your dick out. That's when it changes. I have to interrupt. Say,
0: okay, out of how how is uh, twenty thousand over however many years. You're gonna get eight people that are gonna say something, and they all had variations. It wasn't the same thing. It wasn't that he grabbed my. It was pretty fucking close, was dude. Like it lined all up said pretty well. That they, that he had an arm around him, and some of them said, "Oh yeah, I could feel his hand under my boob, not like full on grab the boob or grab him by the pussy." It was they felt uncomfortable with the approach of the hug, the way the hug. None of them ever said he grabbed my ass. There was none of the the Taylor Swift thing where she got she sued one. Well, no, there
1: was there was people saying. It, he, he went. He went. He was down around the hip. He was up around the boob. There's enough of it. Now it's. And again, I'm not even saying necessarily that consciously he knew he did it. I'm just saying from it lines up enough. That's enough people to where it seems like yeah. He, he probably maybe he gets a few drinks in him and he doesn't realize he's doing it. But the guy gets a little handsy during photo ops, you know. And 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 again, like I said. Not the worst thing a guy can do sexually, especially, you know, with all the news coming out now, you know, about about different people. What I'm saying is that that can be problematic while you're trying to go after the other side for doing something much worse. But in that same arena, because it's not it's not nothing, but it's not. It's not oh this man should be beheaded and chemically castrated right now you know but that's that's kind of where we're at with with like the whole cancel culture thing too you know if someone is accused of doing anything there's no there's no progressive scale you know there's no tiered system it's either this man is evil and should be canceled now, or he did nothing wrong and should get a standing ovation every time he walks in the room, you know? And, like, what I'm saying is this guy did something small on the tier, but he didn't do nothing on the tier. Now, not all the way at the top of the tier, not even close. What I'm, But he's not at nothing either, because, like I said, there's, like, eight people that came out with similar stories about the guy and if if eight that's enough for me to be like, all right there's the guy does something a little fucking weird with his hugs sometimes not all the time not most of the time but if you're hugging people thousands of people every month or whatever like and you're doing that enough times then yeah it's not going to be a great look for for your party especially in an age where you're trying to go after people for doing inappropriate shit the win well
0: so it'll be interesting when the election comes around to see if they do bring that up against Trump because quite honestly since the Franken thing, no one's – you've said it here a million times. Trump has, what, 11, 20 accusers that are talking rape, right. and it, they right. fly in and out of the news. It's literally, oh, a woman accuses Trump of rape again, and then it's gone. It's like the difference between <laughs> Al Franken is the Dominican Republic and, uh, and Trump is Costa Rica, 18 people getting killed in one month, uh, and right. Franken is the I – I, I brought it home with that one.
1: <laughs> yeah and, and I don't you know if if you if you added up the news stories about um the his actual like sexual assault and rape accusers and you compared them to the number of stories about a porn star that said he had sex with her uh completely uh, what uh, consentingly right and then just oh I he paid me not to talk about it you know what i mean like that to me is like not even a one or two on the scale. Like, I don't give a shit about that. But there was about a thousand times much press about the porn star as there was about women who are actual, um, you, you know, victims, victims yeah. and, and accusers and things like that. And and so it's like, you know, I don't know if just the Democrats are fucking dumb or if maybe they're kind of keeping this on the back burner until the 2020 elections, or I I don't know what the fuck they're going for. I don't know if they're using this as they're grabbing by the pussy tape like they did last—you know, there's a reason that thing came out right before the election. They had that in their back pockets, and maybe that's what they're doing here. Maybe that's what they're doing with actual— Financial crimes and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like as opposed to just going after him for Russia stuff. I, um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know why that's getting so little coverage, but I, it's, yeah, it, it is odd.
0: It is very odd. Well, I said I, I, I wrapped it up. I brought it home with that, but I, I want to do one more because uh, I, I, I thought it was hilarious. I posted it online and people started.
1: All right, but before we move on, let me ahead. just say that I think there should be a way back for guys like Franken. Um, who are more like ones and twos out of tens? You know, a ten is like you have a whole dungeon full of you know underage girls. Uh, one is you know you're a little handsy when you're drunk and you're not you don't mean it or, and and you know shit like that. You know, just just stupid drunk whatever. Um and and you're not you're not groping. You're just kind of you, you, you're a little too liberal with the hands. You know, that seems kind of like Frank. I think there could be maybe ways back for that guys. I think there could maybe be a way back for Louis C.K. And I think what that way is, is Al Franken needs to run again. And as he announces his campaign, he hugs Louis C.K. while Louis C.K. masturbates on on the uh, right at the podium. I think that's the only way back for either one of those guys.
0: Well, to me, I, I know you made a joke, but to me, that's part of what made this me so angry when I saw this story is because, as said, seven senators said, you know what, I wish we hadn't railroaded him. And at the time, he was saying, "You know what? I apologize for making women feel uncomfortable. That was never my intent, and I fully submit to an ethics inquiry into my behavior." And they said, "Nope, no ethics." In-. So if you want to talk about ones right. and twos, and
1: that's the only way to have it, you can't you can't sit there and go hashtag believe all women except for the women that accused me; those bitches are lying. Right. You know, like that's not a good. That's not and that's good why route. I'm saying that that
0: should have been the road taken is is he apologized and he said, look into me ethically, investigate me, I will submit to an And sure. that, instead of railroading him out and, and forcing him to resign and all these people calling for him to resign, they should have done the inquiry. They should have in- investigated him. And then the chips can fall where they may. If the investigation turns up, yeah, he gets a little grabby, Then maybe he decides to step down then. The reason it pissed me off is because it was just railroad, railroad, railroad. And I get what you're saying. I do hear what you're saying with it looks bad if you look the other way because it's your guy. That's why it should have been, let's put put him in front of an ethics board investigation. We are not going to hide him behind us. We're not going to stand in front of him. He has to stand there naked in front of the board, having his life overturned to defend his actions, and then it would in my opinion, probably all have gone away.
1: Well, I think it was two things. I think it was, A, like I was saying earlier, they need to have a zero-tolerance policy with that kind of thing, especially when they're trying to act holier than now when it comes to that sort of thing against the other side and with their own shit in the past with Clinton. You know what I mean? They need to prove that there is a difference between the Democratic Party in 2019 and the Democratic Party in the 90s and and, and before. Like, they, they need to have a fucking... They need to have a martyr for that. Otherwise, their words are fucking meaningless and it just seems partisan, you know? Um, and so I think he kind of had to be that sacrificial lamb. Uh, and then also, I think it's a weird thing where... Um, in, in not just pop, pop culture, but especially in politics, if you apologize in 2019 or, you know, the, in the recent years as well, it, it's not like an apology should be with certain things where the other side can go, oh, wow, well, you know, he manned up to it, you know, or womaned up to it or whatever, um, they and, and and maybe this can bring us together and and, and yeah. he can grow I hear as a where person. You're going, it's almost no, worse it's, it's, to apologize this, now. It, they smell blood in the water and they're like it's a sign of weakness. He admitted it. Now we fucking attack because we now look like the morally upstanding people who who stabbed a tyrant like the senators stabbing Caesar in the fucking Senate. You know what I mean? Like we are the, the, the just ones, and this guy admitted that he is morally bankrupt as a human being, and now we will stab him to death uh, with our thumbs and, and, and tweet him out of existence, that kind of thing.
0: Yes, yes, yes. All right, one, one final story that, to me, I got in trouble. I posted it online, and some people uh, got a little upset. They, they did not appreciate it. Um, and it turns out there is a twist ending. I posted the story because I just laugh at everything. I don't I don't care if it's in poor taste. Uh I if I think it's stupid and funny and outrageous, I, I post it. It doesn't even mean I agree with it. So I post this story. Uh are you familiar with the store Forever Twenty One? Yeah. Uh Forever Twenty One in hot water for sending Atkins diet bars in plus size order packages. <laughs> So people would order uh, extra-large, women would order extra-large clothes from Plus 21, and they would get their uh, size 24 dress and a Atkins diet bar, and they started posting online, are you kidding me? Are you fat-shaming me? And I just think it's funny. And I, I fully admit, I'm an asshole. I would thought it w I would think it's funny if people were ordering a Zai Zero and, and Forever Twenty One was going, Hey, maybe they're anorexic, let's throw this bar in to piss them off or whatever. I think mean shit is funny. Uh it turns out
1: Wait, so I'm, wait, I'm confused now. You're saying that if you had a plus-size dress, they would just give you a free diet bar? Well, that's what
0: people were asking online. They would order a dress, and they would get a diet bar. And they would order a plus-size dress, and they would get a diet bar. So immediately they went online and saying, Forever 21 is fat-shaming me. I ordered a plus-size dress. I got a diet bar. And it blew up, and people were, how dare Forever 21 for fat-shaming? And guess what? It turns out it was just a promotion, and everybody got one, no matter what size you ordered. It didn't matter what you ordered. You got an Atkins bar because it was a promotion. So some people took it the wrong way and decided to raise a stink about it without even waiting to find out the facts. And I posted it because I'm just mean and I find mean shit funny.
1: Yeah, that's you, you got you to do a quick Google search before that, man. But I... I, I would I, you know here's I, I'm just I'm so fucking jaded and I don't trust anything. I think the plus size women that started this um, work in the Atkins marketing department and they're like, listen, we're gonna stir up a controversy and get uh, public eyes on us because, uh, you know, no news is is no press is bad press and that's that's why yeah and it. and actually uh, that works great because that it. I even think it was skinny women that work in their marketing department that put on weight, like uh, Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney. I think I think they fucking they crammed Big Nat Max down for six months to 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 pull off this role for for their their. No, product. they didn't even and need to
0: pull anything off. That's what makes it such a great twist ending. It's better than an M Night Shyamalan story. They did something uh, munis- munificent, something beneficial to all. They ran a promotion. They targeted everyone. And only a certain sect felt uh, outraged. So, yeah, no no press is bad press because the, the, the uh, overweight people that felt they were being targeted raised a bunch of stink, and everybody got angry. But, oh, happy ending. Everyone got the diet bar, not just big people. Everyone got it. So... That you get the press, and then you get the happy ending where they're like, no, no, we didn't pick on anyone. We were just giving everyone a bar. So you're right. It, it would be great marketing because it, it has a twist where it wasn't fat shaming.
1: That's true. Now, when I worked at Forever Twenty One, I would put notes in the plus size dresses that say "diet bars are bullshit. Just eat less." You know. Now that was fat shaming, <laughs> and that was wrong. And internet, I apologize. It was a long time ago. I haven't worked at at Forever Twenty One in many many months, and I am a new person now. Uh,
0: and here is the funny thing: is when I posted the article and I said I find this funny, uh, a couple people came at me and said, "How rude? How mean? You're you're fat shaming. You're mean." And I'm like. I said I find this funny. I did not post, hey, take that, fatties. You know, like, there was nothing. And like I said, had it turned out that they were putting diet bars in only size zero clothes, like, ooh, let's pick on anorexics, I would have found that funny, too. (laughs) Because I'm a bad person. Because I am a mean, bad person. I laugh at things that are outrageous. But it
1: had a happy ending. With all the calories they burned on their fake outrage, they went down <laughs> a dress size. So you know. But it's it's you know, every rose has its thorn. Now they got to send back that dress and get one size smaller.
0: Uh. That's funny. All right. Uh, As I said when when we interrupted with the the paused recording, uh, I have a limited space on my recorder, so I need to uh, sign off, Jake, uh, even though I am having much fun talking with you. So, listeners, thanks for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for writing nice reviews about us. Please continue to do all that. Visit jakevevra.com. Visit nathantimmel.com. And, uh, and, and send us shit that you want us to talk about and or uh, write in when you agree or disagree with us. We are here to listen and to agree or disagree right back at you. All right. Bye-bye.
1: Later.